This podcast is brought to you by Hostfully. We make property management software and digital guidebooks. To learn more and sign up for our industry newsletter, please visit Hostfully.com. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Welcome to podcast episode 327 of Get Paid for Your Pad. So today I am here with Eric Muller and we are going to discuss some industry updates. We have some interesting, uh, interesting updates. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be some, some really good stuff. We have a little secret that we're going to share with everybody. A real secret, not one of those. Yeah, I already knew that secrets. Actually, a real secret. I just checked and uh, it has not been announced in the news. So that's, uh, that's pretty exciting. But uh, but yeah, first uh, first of all, uh, what's what's going on with you, Eric? How's uh, how's everything in San Diego? Oh, man. Yeah, it's doing good. It's doing good. Um, you know the the weather's been pretty freaking nice, but just like everybody in the world, uh, we're we're on lockdown and we can't can't leave. So um, you know, is what it is, man. The just been kind of immersing myself in uh, in our industry in the short term rental world, world, and just then you know what's happening now and where all of this is going so yeah we got we not only have a lot of events lined up uh this year but a event and um yeah man just excited to excited to kind of open up on this podcast uh the industry a bit more absolutely we've got a whole bunch of people watching here in the airbnb profit club so guys uh, drop us a comment uh, tell us uh, what you're up to where you're from if you have any questions but uh, let's uh, let's dive into it. Well, first of all, I, I actually am in Barcelona right now, and I want to share a couple couple interesting things. Um, first of all, um, Barcelona, just like everywhere else, is on lockdown, and it's a pretty strict lockdown here. You cannot go outside unless you go to the supermarkets or you have medical something medical going on, or you need to go to the to the pharmacy or something or to the hospital, of course. Um, but you can't, for example, go out for a run. Uh, you can walk your dog, but uh, you can't even. I can't even go out with my bike. So no exercising, mm. like only ne- everything that's necessary, right? So it's it's pretty strict. Um, but what people do here every day at eight p.m., literally everyone goes on their balcony and starts singing, applauding, screaming, mm. uh, and this is all uh, a sign of uh, of support uh, for the medical professionals, so the nurses and the doctors. Uh, who are working in the hospitals? So, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I, I've I've been busy every time at eight o'clock, either doing like a training in the inner circle, or today we have a lot of stuff going on. So I haven't been able to participate, but I'm uh, I'm really excited. Uh, tomorrow will be my first chance. Eight p.m. I'm gonna stand on my on my terrace on my roof terrace here, and I'm gonna be singing and screaming and clapping, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. I love that, man. Yeah, my uh, my sister lives in the center of Manhattan, and uh, you know we talk pretty much daily. And the same is happening in New York City. 
I haven't, we haven't experienced it here in, in San Diego, but I know a lot of cities are, are doing the same thing. Seven o'clock, eight o'clock, they go out and just, you know, start connecting. You know, humans are always trying to find a way to, to connect uh, with each other. So that's uh, that's a beautiful thing. I'm happy to see. Uh, and hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll stream it. Hopefully you'll stream it in, either in the Facebook group. Or on <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea, man. Well, the other thing I wanted to share is that uh, I am now alone. My, my roommates are pilots and they are back in Amsterdam. They're not flying, but it's kind of ironic. But, uh, but because, of, because of this situation, um, they actually can't be at home uh, because if they get called on to fly, then they, there's no plane to Amsterdam, essentially. So they are basically waiting in Amsterdam in case the, the KLM, the, the Dutch airline, uh, is uh, will call them up for for a flight so it's kind of ironic that uh you know we're all in this quarantine and they they actually can't be at home for that reason um but anyway um oh yeah and the last thing i wanted to share is you know i every day i i think to myself like what is the gift in this situation that we're in right you've been to tony robbins one of the biggest takeaways from tony robbins seminars was you know always look for the gift and so every day i ask myself what's the gift here right and i came up with a lot of gifts actually uh but i'll share uh two of them number one is uh you know i i have some uh, pigeons on my roof terrace that always poo everywhere and i did not have a very good relationship with these pigeons but now these are the only living creatures that i interact with and so now when I'm sitting outside of my roof terrace, I'm actually quite happy to see these pigeons hanging out. I start talking to them and it just gives me a sense of like not being so alone. So that's, a, that's, that's the first gift that I want to share. And then the second one is, you know, there's a lot of uh, online trainings and uh, courses and everything that you can, uh, that you can do now. Uh, I've been doing some and I've been learning a lot. And, you know, when, you, when, you're, when life is normal, uh, you know, I used to tell myself, oh, I don't have time for that, um, but which is, you know, obviously everything is a priority. But right now, you know, I feel like, okay, I have, I have some time. Like I'm not going to restaurants. I'm not going out to you know, exercise. Let's, uh, let's use an hour a day to learn something, right? So I've been watching a lot of uh, online trainings. And, um, well, talking about online trainings, you've got something going on in, in about two hours. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, I've been the same way. I'm just like immersing as much information and reading as many books as possible and going on different webinars and masterminds, all of that. So it's, I, uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday, same thing. It's like we're using this as an, uh, at this time as a time of opportunity. So not only to work on our businesses and our foundation, but to learn and, and really just continue to grow. So yeah, in about two hours, um, you know, not only am I being a student and absorbing as much as possible, I also want to want to lead through this uh, through this experience that we're all going through. So we decided to put together a um, live training. It's going to be about an hour, hour and a half uh, that kicks off today um, around noon Pacific. So about two hours now, where I've spent, and obviously we have spent weeks and weeks and weeks talking to as many hosts as possible, talking to the OTAs, talking to tech companies, trying to understand what is actually happening in this industry, what's currently happening, what are they doing now to make some money, and then how are they setting themselves up for success once travel does come back? 
Um, there's a few things that we obviously don't know with, with all of that, but the things that we do know, we're watching this actually be pretty successful for a lot of hosts. So uh, yeah, we decided to put together a training that um, we're calling Three Feet from Gold, which was a uh, inspiration um, think um, and we're going to dive into topics of like what what are hosts small and large doing now to make money and how do you position as a host to capitalize this capitalize on this as much as possible um, so yeah super excited about that. that that gets kicked off in about two hours I love that title free, free yeah. feet from gold can you explain um, the the meaning of that yeah so um, I started rereading the book, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I read this book for the first time when I was 16 or 17 years old. Um, and I started rereading it because it was very similar to going through, it, it was very relevant for the time that we're going through right now. In the, in the opening chapter, uh, Napoleon Hill tells a story um, called Three Feet from Gold talking about an individual who goes out west to during the gold rush days to uh, mine gold. He put down a stake, took over a piece of land and started digging and right away started pulling up gold. And every that he would dig, he would pull up more gold, right? One more foot, more gold over and over and over again. Until one day that gold stopped, right? Everything that he was working on, all this hard work, everything, the good old days were just completely over, literally like that. And he was so fed up with it that he decided to sell all his machinery, quit the business and walk away from it. The guy that he sold it to, a local junk man, didn't know anything about mining, but went out and got expert advice to come in and look at the land to see, hey, there's still gold here. The expert, the engineer that came in and, and surveyed the land uh, started laughing and said, well, the guy that you bought it off of, of course, made his money and started finding gold on the topsoil, but he eventually hit a fault line and he sold and quit this business of the land three feet away from hitting one of the largest gold mines this country has ever seen. So this man who bought this land as like a, as junk essentially realized that he is taking over an opportunity that somebody left uh, in front of him. So two, for me, there was two really big lessons here. One is you, you're always so, you're so much closer to success than your brain actually tells you that you are. Uh, and especially during hard times that, you know, we're always three feet away. So we got to continue to push. And we have right now as hosts decisions to make. It's either we you know, sell our land and kind of walk away or we continue digging for those uh, through that extra three feet. So the story was really, really powerful to me. And I wanted to, and there's a lot more obviously that goes into that. And I use this as an inspiration to create a training to, to correlate what we're going through at, through the short term rental and hospitality industry. And this story, three feet from gold inside uh, Think and Grow Rich. And I think a lot of people who can make it to that training or watch the replay, um, as I go through that story, can connect the two of what we're going through in this industry. So that was a really, really powerful story for me. And uh, I want to share it with as many people as possible. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'm definitely going to watch it. And for the people who are listening now, uh, we'll see if we can get the recording to you because uh, obviously uh, when you're listening here to this on, your, on the podcast, um, this training will already be in the past, but we'll, uh, we'll try our best to get it out to you. Um, 
Let's see. There's a, okay. So I have a secret that I want to share and I don't think even you know this, Eric. Not so yet. I got a secret you, for you too. So what? We'll I, mean, I, don't I got a secret too. I don't believe that. Um, <laughs> I've got a real secret. Okay. So here's what happened. One of our inner circle members, Janet credit to Janet. She's awesome. She is, uh, she was invited on a private call with, uh, with Brian Chesky and, Basically, what they did was they invited a bunch of uh, Airbnb hosts, and uh, I think she's very well uh, connected to her her Airbnb rep. And so she was she was on that call, and she was able to actually ask a question to Brian. And the question that she asked was, "Hey, Brian, I want to be able to um, temporarily change my cancellation policy because basically, what's going on right now is that." You know, we, we all need to use that flexible cancellation policy to get bookings, but, you know, we don't necessarily want to use that flexible, flexible cancellation policy for bookings that are like three, five, six, eight months out because, you know, hopefully by then we're back to normal. A lot of people want to use the strict cancellation policy as a default, but they just want to switch to flexible for the next couple of months because they know right now it's really hard to get a booking when you're, if you're using strict. So long story short, Janet suggested this to, to Brian and I have seen, I've already seen a screenshot, like they're rolling this out. I don't think anybody heard of, has heard of this yet, but they, they're slowly rolling this out right now. Um, so some people already have access to it. Uh, essentially what happens is you can set a temporary, you can set two cancellation policies. One is your default and then the temporary one for April 1st to June 1st. That's what I saw in the screenshot. Again, not a lot of hosts are, um, are, have access to this feature yet, um, but, mm. uh, and I don't know how long it's going to take before they roll it out. It'll probably be uh, a couple of weeks, I imagine. Um, so keep an eye out for that. I think that's a really useful feature. Uh, that's incredible. And um, so Janet got to ask Brian that question directly. Um, do you have, where do you see the value of that for the hosts? Right now, well, no. well, I mean, like I said, I think, you know, right now the circumstances are so different from, you know, from, from normal due to all the, the, the lockdowns and everything. So being able, like uh, unusual circumstances ask for unusual measures and policies, right? And so being able to optimize your settings for, for, for the next couple of months w- without, you know, having those settings for your, for your entire calendar right your entire future uh, i mean if somebody books a year from now we're in a, we're going to be in a very different situation than we're in now right mm. so you don't want to have the same setting so i think uh i think it makes a lot of sense and what impresses me personally is that uh airbnb was able to implement this uh, pretty fast yeah yeah i mean that's the one thing i love about that company or one of the things i love about that company is how fast they roll things out um they're, they're pretty masters with that stuff um, so that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Hopefully the, uh, the host community would, um, can gain some value from that and it's something that they could release pretty quick. It's, um, this is something I wanted to share as well that, um, our rep over at booking.com, um, Don shared with us last night that, um, booking as well has released a new feature on their platform that allows, it requires guests when they book a property um, to read the cancellation policy. So guests cannot complete a booking without acknowledging that they have read it. It's actually a, mm. a, a checkbox that they have to click off. 
Um, so this actually, they believe that this should help um, hosts or partners. They, um, you know, booking considers their their operators partners essentially feel more comfortable accepting reservations um, right now and prevent chargebacks. So, so even on booking, we're seeing those those movements where they're putting in. Um, more flexible terms around cancellation policy versus having a rigid policy in place. Uh, I know booking released that just uh, this week. So it's awesome to hear that Airbnb is doing something similar um, where it's giving the control of cancellation. Yeah, man, hundred percent. I think it's uh, I think it's pretty impressive how, uh, how quickly they, they roll this out. And like you said, um, by the way, that's, that's really smart from booking side to, to consider host partners and not hosts. Cause I think, you know, one of the things that, uh, that hosts have been complaining about with Airbnb is that they, they feel like Airbnb doesn't consider them partners. So just by calling the host partners, um, I, I think already puts probably puts booking in the mindset of like, Hey, we're partners. So we should support our, our partners. Right. Versus if, if they're yeah. hosts. So I think that's uh, I think that's really, uh, I think that's really good. Um, another thing I wanted to wanted to touch on in, in this podcast episode, we did a training with Rebecca. Rebecca is one of our legends. Mm. She came to both yeah. our events, the first one in Puerto Rico and the second one in Colombia. And just to just thinking back to those events seems so out of reality right now. I you know, know. <laughs> us like twenty five of us in January, twenty five of us. We're in the same house, this giant mansion in the center of Cartagena, Colombia. And we were having a blast. We were, you know, we were learning. We were doing hot seats, presentations. We had such an amazing group. We're doing breakfast, lunch, and dinner together. We were doing drinks on the rooftop. We went out to some amazing restaurants in Cartagena. And it was such a blast. And it seems, that seems so far away to have an yeah. experience like that right now. Ah, oh, dude, it's so crazy. It was so crazy that that was back in January, and um, it's been it's been a year since our first event in Puerto Rico. So it was a year ago. Um, well, a year ago when we launched it. So, right, that's right. A year ago, we were uh, you and I hadn't met in person yet, and we were planning yeah. this uh, this event in Puerto Rico, which was uh, which was awesome. Um, but um, but what I wanted to say is Rebecca is one of our legends and she came to both of our events and she's been an incredible contributor to our community. And she is, she is like a rock star within the legends group almost, I would say, you know? Um, and, and so she came into our inner circle and did a training on, on Tuesday on VAs. So what I, and for those who don't know what a VA is, it's a virtual assistant. So it's essentially, it's somebody that works for you who's not in your office or even in your city, typically VAs are in lower income countries, lower cost countries. And so the idea is that you hire somebody in a, in a country where living expenses are lower and so you don't have to pay them as much as you pay somebody who's, uh, who's in, your, in your area. So that's called a virtual assistant. Uh, we have one as well. I've, you and I both worked with virtual assistants for a very long time. It's, uh, it's, it's can really increase the efficiency and save you a lot of time. But Rebecca is the master in VAs. She runs over a hundred units and she created a system where she 
has seven VAs to essentially run her company and she only works in her company two hours a week. And that just completely blows my mind. Hi everybody, it's Margot Schmorak. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Hostfully. We are so happy to be sponsoring this podcast with Jasper in hopes that it helps you during this challenging time. Hostfully helps 17,000 property managers around the world with property management software and digital guidebooks. And even in the midst of these hard times, we're seeing our customers get creative. I thought you might like to hear a few stories from them. One of our customers who's based outside of New York City is changing their rental model and shifting to long-term stays. And despite many cancellations, she was able to get a two-month booking in one of her rentals. Another customer took advantage of this time to do some poignant email marketing, emphasizing that they thoroughly clean the rental after every guest and also implementing a 48-hour waiting period to protect future guests from any potential harm. To hear more stories like these and prepare yourself for this very low, but hopefully very short season, please go to hostfully.com and sign up for our newsletter. We're excited to hear from you. Be well. Okay. I think I have lost the Mr. Eric Miller right now. Um, So I'll just continue doing this podcast uh, by myself and see if he comes back. So Rebecca taught us exactly how to find the right VA, and, but most importantly, how to train your VAs, right? She has over 500 instruction videos. So essentially what she, she has a whole process where she looks at all the tasks that she normally does. Um, and then for every task, uh, she, uh, she indicates, uh, she gives it a score of how much she enjoys doing this task. And then, you know, she started, she started with the tasks that she enjoys li- the least and the tasks that are the easiest to transfer to a VA. And then for every single task, she recorded a Loom video. And if you don't know what Loom is, uh, go check it out. Use Loom.com. It's a tool that allows you to quickly record a video, whether it's a share screen. Uh, welcome back, uh, Mr. Eric Miller. Um, whether it's a shared screen or whether it's a camera or a combination of camera and shared screen, uh, you can literally just click a button on, on your, on your screen and it will start recording everything that you say, everything that you do in your screen. And so when you're done, uh, it, uh, it gives you a link and then you can just send that link to somebody. You can name the video. You can keep a library of all these videos. And so what Rebecca has done is she's, she's documented every single task that has to be done in her company, managing over a hundred units to the point where she only spends two hours a week working in her business. Then the rest of the time she spends working on her business. She's acquired two hotels. Um, she travels. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy, but, um, but yeah, man, uh, that was, that was an incredible training. And I wanted to ask you what, what were your, what was your number one takeaway from that? Yeah, she, um, my number one takeaway, I mean, there was a lot of takeaways from, from that training. Rebecca, she, I mean, to your point, she, she's a, a legend within the legends. You know, she not only has built an incredible company, scale her and um, her partner, Erica, scaling over 100 units in four years, which is pretty incredible with no investment, no partners, just the two of them and their virtual staff. They have now, what, seven virtual staff, um, team members, three part-time and two full-time, um, three part-time and four, um, full-time 
right? And they have two people on on the ground, right? Helping them with all their, they were able to transfer that into buying hotels, which is incredible. What I, what I love about what they've done is not only figured out how to monetize and train a virtual staff, but they figured out back their time so they can start focusing on the things that they really want to focus on, which is hotels. It's always been hotels for them, right? The short-term rentals, the leases have was a stepping stone for them. So it's very rare for people to 200 units, but very rare for people to scale units with a very small team, lean team, and then be able to buy back their time and only spend a couple of hours in their actual business to be able to get into doing what they want to do and buy more real estate. So it's just, it, it was incredible. I think not only did I learn a, a lot about it, but our inner circle members, I know a lot of people are taking what she, she had recommended and put it to action now. Um, so yeah, virtual assistants, especially now in the state of our economy and our industry, virtual assistants are, and learning how to hire virtual assistants and train virtual assistants will be one of the biggest skill sets, I think, moving forward, not only in our industry, but in, in the economy in general, right? In business in general. So I think that's extremely important for, for all hosts to, uh, is to be able to watch that training and, and understand how to uh, grow their virtual staff team. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the, one, one question that came up a lot during the training was uh, from, from our members who have uh, one or two or three listings, you know, how many listings do you need to have in order to be able to leverage a VA? And it's interesting mm -hmm. because, you know, I've used VAs for a long time, even before I started hosting on Airbnb. And so I already had a VA when I started my listing. And so the first thing that I did, because I was traveling, you know, so, I, you know, I didn't have internet all the time, but I knew it was extremely important to, to always be able to, to send an answer to a question from a guest. Uh, and so there's two things that I did. It was uh, automate everything, you know, <clears throat> using Smart BNB. But even before Smart BNB, I had like a crazy system where if I get a booking, like an email would go out using, I think it was using Zapier. Um, it was kind of crazy, but it worked. Yeah. Uh, but then fortunately, uh, you know, my, our friend Pierre came up with smart BNB and, <laughs> and since then like we sent automated messages, but uh, I was using a VA just for one listing. And basically what it meant yeah. for me was that I, I only spent an hour a week max on my, on my listing. Um, but more importantly, I, I, you know, I wouldn't have to worry if I was in a, in a small island in, in, the, in the middle of the Pacific Ocean and I didn't have internet for a week, I knew that my VA could handle um, the, my listing, right? So I could, I could sleep uh, easily with no, no, no worries uh, even mm -hmm. when I don't have internet. So, um, so I think that's important to know. I think a lot of people think uh, they, they probably think that a VA is, is, is for people who run like complicated businesses and big businesses and stuff. But honestly, like you can get a part-time VA for, you know, like a, an hour, an hour or a couple hours a day. And it only costs you, it costs, typically costs you about three to $5 per hour. Um, and so even, uh, I mean, I would have my VA do all sorts of little things that I just, you know, didn't feel like doing. Um, not just for my Airbnb listing, but just other random things like go through my email and just delete all the spam or delete unsubscribe me from all lists. And, you know, just mark the ones that are important. Simple things like that that would save me like, you know, 10, 15 minutes a day. 
So, um, so yeah, I encourage everybody who's listening, you know, to, we'll, we'll have a blog post up next week on get paid for your pad, uh, with some instructions on how do you find uh, a VA. Um, and, uh, of course, if you want to see the entire training, you can join our, uh, inner circle, strprofitacademy.com slash thrive. You can, uh, you can join us. Um, but, um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have, uh, we'll have a blog post on the, on the blog. We'll have a, we'll have a video, uh, as well. So keep an eye out for that. But, um, but yeah, I think that's right now it's, it's a really, it's a really good move to make to, to hire, hire a VA because, you know, we're moving more towards a remote online society, right? I mean, I don't know how big the effect, long-term effect is going to be of this Corona uh, situation. But what I do know is a lot of people are finding out right now that they can work from home and they can work online using tools that we use like Slack. We're using Zoom right now to stream this, uh, to stream this podcast interview into a Facebook group. Uh, we're recording it. Then, you know, I'm chopping it up. I'm publishing it as a podcast, as a video. There's so much you can do with all these tools these days. And a lot of people, I think, are becoming aware of that. So I think some people probably are not going back to the office, right? Because of the these learning experiences. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I read something a few weeks ago saying that the, uh, the total workforce in the United States, um, three quarters, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, one third of the entire workforce in the United States has the ability to work virtually, right? Um, to me, that's such a small number right now because I see the, especially now with, with this crisis, more and more companies obviously being forced to figure out how to run remotely. I think we're going to see more and more companies uh, especially in our industry, the short-term rental industry, just working remote. There's no need for these big offices anymore, right? So again, figuring out as a host, how do you start developing the training? How do you start developing your systems? Getting familiar with with technology, getting familiar with leading uh, a team member virtually, um, and then being able to bring on a virtual staff uh, member within you know your first or second unit these are going to be skill sets that will help you not only streamline your current business, but also help you scale your business uh, once this whole crisis is over. Um, and I agree. One of the first, uh, one of my first VAs I brought in when I had um, just one listing and same thing. I, uh, the money that I was bringing in through that listing, I carved out some money to figure out how to train this person hire this person and she took over all my communication. She took over all my emails. She took over uh, doing marketing, posting it on social media, stuff like that. And uh, I was paying her about $5 an hour, um, which, is a living, which was a, a living wage in the Philippines where she was from. She, she was actually earning um, a really nice living with the, with the uh, currency exchange. So, um, and then that grew. That grew to us having about seven... Uh, or eight VAs at one time managing all our properties. So it's completely possible to do that. So I highly recommend everyone who's listening, especially now, is just start learning how to hire VAs and training VAs. Um, doesn't mean that you have to go out and get somebody now, but finding the training, either joining the inner circle and getting part of that training that we have up now. And we'll probably bring Rebecca and some other virtual staffing experts into the inner circle again in the future. Uh, but then, you know, the blog post that we're going to post up, uh, uh, what is it, next week? And then uh, for the ones who are book nerds like me, 
the book, uh, the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss goes into that pretty deep as well. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's a skill set that I think every host needs to take on at the moment. Yeah. And by the way, that book, the four hour work week, that, uh, that was my Bible. I read it uh, right after I quit my job in 2010. Uh, and that's yep. what that book it's that's what inspired me to uh to actually go on Google and figure out like an online business that was the start of my whole uh online career uh if it wasn't for that book, maybe I would be sitting in an office uh trading again <laughs> by now you uh, know? Uh, yeah that book changed a lot of people's lives yeah tim ferriss incredible uh incredible guy yeah. Awesome, man. Well, I don't want to take too much of your time. I know you're getting ready to do this training, um, which I'm really excited about. Free Feet from Gold. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome title. Uh, anything you want to share before uh, before we let, I'll let you go? That's it, man. That's it. Um, you know, for everyone who uh, can make that training alive, super excited. We have, I think, over 500 people now that are registered for that, that training, which is going to be super exciting people from all around the world. And then for, uh, for anybody who couldn't make it live, we'll just send out the, the recording. We'll get it. We'll get that out to everybody as best as possible. Um, but yeah, just, you know, everyone stay safe, stay positive. Um, I know quarantine and, and this crisis is starting to, to feel normal for a lot of people now. And, uh, you know, for me, I'm, I'm looking at this as an opportunity to grow an opportunity to find opportunity um, and not making this normal, not making being locked in and kind of in place a normal thing. So, you know, I just, the reason we're doing trainings like this and we're getting, we're pumping out so much content is that, you know, I want specifically this industry, the hospitality and short-term rental industry to know is that, you know, we're just on hiatus right now. This will come back. It will come back stronger than ever. I do believe that. I do believe that uh, more and more people are going to want to travel more, more, People will want to get their properties up uh, as short-term rentals, um, but we're also going to see a lot of people exiting this industry. So for the ones who stay focused, put the blinders on, uh, become book nerds like us, and you know, immerse <laughs> themselves in in trainings and and all of this, like we'll get out of this so much stronger than where we were up until a month ago, right before all this this stuff, this craziness uh, kicked off. So. Yeah, guys, just stay safe, stay positive, um, stay educated. And, uh, you know, I, I'm excited to watch everyone, uh, the ones who do focus on this, really thrive in the coming months. Yeah, man, I read something today uh, just to uh, just to tie that in to what you're, with what you're saying is uh, in order to become a good sailor, you have to sail through a storm once. Like if you've never sailed through a storm, like, you, you, you know, you can't really be uh, a an expert sailor. And mm -hmm. so that's, that's kind of, that's kind of what I'm thinking about this business as well. It's like, yeah. if you haven't gone through a crisis with your business, then you know, you're, you, you're not where you could be as an, as a, as an entrepreneur. So all right, I got, one, that's I got one more quote. I got one oh, more quote. All right, well, it's just pop, popped into, into my mind. It's from uh, the big, bad, beautiful Mike Tyson, the heavyweight uh, champion in the world or previous he says, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. And, <laughs> and as a martial artist growing up doing martial arts, there's a totally different thing of like going through training and going into an actual professional fight or amateur fight, right? You have a plan until you get punched in the face, right? Same thing with gold miners, the three feet from gold. You know, things are great when you're getting all the gold out of topsoil, but 
the second you hit that fault line, you don't have a plan to continue to dig those extra three feet. You're going to miss out on it. So yeah. Yeah. I just, that popped up in my head. I had to get that out there. Awesome. All right, man. Well, thanks for jumping on here. I'm excited for the, for your uh, training and for everybody who's yep. listening, make sure that you're on, uh, on uh, the email list, getpaidforyourpet.com. You can sign up for the emails. So you'll be updated on everything that we're doing. We're pumping out a lot of, a lot of stuff right now. We're really uh, working nonstop. I mean, there's not much else to do anyway, so <laughs> might as well just work. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, sign up for the newsletter, getpaidforyourpet.com. You can also watch these podcasts live in the Airbnb Profit Club, which is really, really fun. So I hope you enjoyed this and uh, see you next time. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.